we're going to continue with um, what I was speaking, the last time I was speaking about faith towards God. And um, I, was, I was sharing with Mecca, so boy, I was, I was like battling, what, what is it, Lord, you need me to share? Because I, I was like, it's like, you know, like when you just, you're just trying to hear from the Lord, it's like nothing was happening. And I was just, oh, oh boy, it was one of those times. And I was really scratching my head. But this is, this is not the topic today. It's not faith to <laughs> it is it's connected to that, very close, very close. Um, but we're just going to build upon what we've been speaking about because what I really felt um, in the end was, um, you know, the days that we're in right now, you notice how the enemy is increasing fear. He's increasing in uncertainty in the nations of the world through uh, media and different things like that. So he's causing people to lose hope. And if there's anything that we need so that we can be strong, fearless, tenacious, and courageous, we need faith. And so I felt that we need to build upon that. We need to speak faith. We need to hear faith. We need to strengthen our faith so we can be galvanized to face the onslaught of the enemy. And I say that because the enemy is truly wanting to cause people to be gripped and terrorized by fear to the point where people will want to take their own lives because they feel that there's no hope. But I'm here today to bring hope to you through the power of the word of God that there is hope. The word of God says that I have come to bring you life and to give it to you more abundantly and as the word of God comes today I'm praying that it will touch it will encourage you in whatever situation you have because let me tell you something whether you are the pastor or whether you are the newest member every one of us have something where we need God to intervene we need God to come and show his power. And I believe that this year, God is going to show his power. But in order for God to show his power, there needs to be the right currency. And it can't be Naira. You can't bring your Naira to God, you know. You can't bring pounds. Well, you can. You can, you can bring that. They ain't going to do nothing. We need to bring faith. When we bring faith to God, then you will see God move. Because in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it says, But without faith, it is impossible to please God. And it's the faith that we present before the Lord in the situation that we find ourselves in is what is going to cause the transformation and the change. God wants to bring change in our circumstance and our situation. I believe 
that as we hear the word of God today, we'll be strengthened and helped in the name of Jesus. And so the last time we were speaking about faith towards God, but I said this, in order for you and I to have real faith, it's important that we repent properly, you know. Because in order for there to be proper faith, you need to have a changed mind, a changed heart. Because as you'll discover, the Bible says in the book of James that the devils believe and tremble. They believe there's a God, you know. They believe that there is God, that Jesus is Lord. But they don't have an encounter. And so what we were saying was the last time, you need, you and I, we need to have an encounter. We had an encounter. Peter had an encounter, we said. And when Peter had an encounter, he says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus says, yes, you are. And upon this rock, Peter was building his relationship upon Christ. And so we were saying in order for us to have that faith, you need to have that encounter. You need to have that relationship. You not only have an encounter, you have a relationship. And that's the thing that will make the difference with your faith. When we have the encounter with God, it then causes us to walk in this revelation that as we move and in our day-by-day -day experience, we will ex be able to see God move. So we spoke about faith towards God. And we said that it's important that we're repenting from dead works. And when we say we're repenting from dead works, where basically the, the essence of, the, of it all is that, look, I'm not relying upon my own self. Because really, this is what we need to do. We need to get to the point that we're not relying on our own strength, our own capability, our own education, our own resources. The Bible says that we should trust in the Lord with all your heart, not some, not parts, not a little bit. And we must not lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways we acknowledge him. And he shall direct our paths. Everything must be completely reliant upon the Lord. It's just that we have to undo things, undo certain things, un and, and educate ourselves in faith. Build ourselves in faith strengthen ourselves in faith so that we as we move upon life's different circumstances we'll be able to tackle it appropriately so we was talking about hebrews chapter um six um hebrews chapter six verse one to three and stuff and we were saying that when it comes to we was talking about the different types of faith and stuff like that then we, we moved on to, um, we, we mo mentioned about the encounter. We mentioned about the, it's important that when we come um, and when, we, when we're trusting God, it's, we, we remember that 
we have, you know, you know, like you've got hope, okay? So hope is very important because the heart needs hope. Our, whole, our heart is, is very, um, how can I say, it's, it's, like a, it's like a dog in this sense, right? It needs to be guided. It needs to be assured. <laughs> it needs to be reminded that we are, we're human. So when the heart, this is why the Bible says constantly how we have to renew our minds. The heart, when we, when we speak the word of God, our heart is renewed with the word of God. It then receives hope, which then produces and builds up the faith within us. That's why it's important. So we said we was talking about, but we was also saying that how hope is directed at the future. So we need something to be guiding, um, aiming towards. And we were saying that how hope is in the realm of the mind and how faith is in the, in the realm of the, the spirit. So we, 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 and we understand that when it comes to God, he operates by faith. And and when then we mentioned this, we said that faith is a condition of the heart producing within us the here and now and something so real that can be described. We said that faith is, is, a, is something, a real substance. But the, but the heart needs to be constantly reminded of the word renewed day by day. We understand that when faith is what really moves God. It's really important. Because I know that there are many of us here who have things that are on our hearts. That God, we, you need God to intervene. Whether it, it might be um, for a job. It might be for your relationship, your marriage. It might be for... Uh, you need God to he bring a healing in your body or for somebody. Or it might be for salvation for somebody else. But I'm telling you, when we come to God with faith, <laughs> God will show up. Because this is the language of heaven. It truly, truly is. And sometimes when we're trusting God, we feel terrified enough, but don't worry about it. Just trust him anyway. Lord, I'm trusting you. I feel scared about doing this thing. I feel terrified in about on, of, of what I'm about to do. But I trust you anyway. And when we do that, you will see the move of God. I just wanted to touching those things just to help us to be reminded of what we spoke of the last time. So let's, it's very close to what I'm going to be speaking about today. But let me read my main scripture, which is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 7. And it reads this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence 
of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. And through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do not appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. And by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. And by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated for he should not, that he should not see death. And was not found because God translated him. And before his translation he had his testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And by faith, Noah, being warned of, the, of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear and prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by for which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. And verse 8, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. So we are seeing here a little bit, if you read the whole chapters we probably have already, chapter 11, the hall of faith, where you see many people had victories, conquered different situations because they done it by faith. Many of these people were human beings like you and I. They had weaknesses like you and I. They felt fear like you and I, but yet they stood in faith regardless and faced the situation that they were in. And when they faced it, God showed up because they stood in faith. They stood in trust in God completely. So we know that when it comes to faith, it is complete trust and confidence in him. You have complete trust. And we have this faith. We have this confidence in him. Because we have a relationship. We've, in, we've had an encounter. When, you have, when you've had an encounter, with there's like a trust that you have. You know that this person's got your back. You know God has got you. And so this is why it's important that we constantly remind ourselves, constantly hear, constantly feed, constantly read, constantly see things that will build, that will strengthen your faith. So the Bible says that faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance that the Lord is working, even though we cannot see it. And faith knows that no matter what the situation in our lives is, that somehow the Lord is going to work it out. 
the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 15 verse 6. And Abraham believed in the Lord and the Lord counted him righteousness because of his faith. Then it's in the book of Hebrews again and I want to read it. Faith shows this is this is the NLT version one to three it says this faith shows the reality of what we hope for for it is the evidence of things we cannot see through their faith the people in the days of old earned a good reputation by faith we understand the whole universe was formed and at God's command that we now see and did not come from anything that can be seen. Wow. It was as if through the mind's eye, you see it. God spoke it and the Bible says it came into being. The things that are, we are so desiring, see it. See it. See yourself with that job that you are so desiring. See yourself with that healing that you are so desiring. That seems impossible. Because the Bible says, for with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things. All things. Everybody say all things. All things are possible. So we serve and the God who works in the miraculous, who works in the spectacular, who works in impossible situations because he wants to show his glory to each of us. He wants to reveal his power to us. But we need to stand in the place of faith. We need to stand in the place, trust in him. Look into him, relying upon him, regardless of what we see, regardless of what the report says, regardless of what we've been told. When we look to him, he will cause his miraculous power to break out amongst us. Sometimes when we see our loved ones who are going through things and we want them to be saved. It looks like a hopeless situation. It looks like a situation that, God, you can't deal with this one. You can't deal with this one. But let me encourage you that we serve a God who can turn someone around who is in a derelict situation. Do you remember... Saul, who was killing Christians, murdering Christians. The Bible says that when they wanted to kill a Christian, in, back in, in his days, they would bring the cloth. They will drop it at his feet. He says, yeah, stone them. That's what happened to Stephen. And yet, God was able to turn him around, causing him to then be the person who was declaring the good news of the gospel to the point that the believers, the apostles, said, hold on there. 
Wasn't this the one that was killing all of these Christians? God was able to turn them around. God was able to convict his heart, arrest his heart. If God can turn him around, he can turn our loved ones around. Who seem like they can, there's no hope for them. There is hope for them. The scripture says in the book of Exodus chapter 31, when the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and his servant Moses. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 24. It says, be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. Think of all of the wonderful things he has done for you. We need to be constantly reminded of all the wonderful things that God has done for us sometimes we may think oh I haven't got this, I haven't got that what has the Lord done for you? you are alive today you are speaking today you can see today you can read today you can think, you can communicate there's so many things that you and I can give thanks to God for First Samuel chapter 2 verse 9. It says, he will protect his faithful ones, but the wicked will disappear into darkness. No one will succeed by strength alone. God will protect us as we trust in him. The scripture says that how in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9. It says, For it is by grace you were saved through faith. That is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, so that no one can boast. And, there, and so we know that when it, came, when it comes to salvation, God has given us faith. In fact... God is the one, it says in the book of Romans, God has dealt to each man the measure of faith. Every one of us have been dealt the measure of faith. Now that we've been dealt this measure of faith, we now need to build our faith. We need to build up that, that naira. Not, 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 no, 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 no. We need to build up <laughs> the currency of heaven. We need to build up that faith in our hearts so that we can be prepared to take on the different things. That scripture in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 3, is, is, um, speaks about how God has given to each one a measure of faith. Because you see, the more that we immerse ourselves in this, you see, 
it, it will be good for us. Because this is how it works, you see. This is the devil's counteract. It's, it's fear, isn't it? You see, the more fear that comes, the more he grips you, the more you regress, the more you go down, the more you get depressed, the more you start to feel discouraged. But think about it. If you take God's medicine, the word of the living God, and you feed, and you feed, and you feed, and you charge yourself, I don't care what, it, it could be a lorry coming towards you, man. There's something. I'm t the, the God's word will cause you to just be so strong. In the face of adversity, you will be able to withstand Faith also helps us to combat unbelief and motivates us to do what God desires us to do. It gives you the strength. You know, like if you just feel, oh, I don't know if I, I don't, like, for example, going to speak to someone about the Lord. Oh, Lord, I feel so, I, I feel, what am I going to say? How am I going to say it? God will give you the words to say. He'll put words in your mouth. If you're going for that interview and you're feeling like, oh my goodness, there's five people at the table about to do, give me this, all these different questions. How on earth am I going to articulate the right things to convince these guys for me to get this? God will put the words in your mouth. In fact... One of the things that I, I always like to do, and I encourage you, pray that, Father, we create the atmosphere right now in the name of Jesus. I speak into the atmosphere, and I thank you for victory, and I thank you for the words. I thank you, Father, that I'll have favor, just as different ones in your word has had favor. Father, I thank you. I have a wife. The Bible says that he that find of a wife find of a good thing and obtain a favor. So I thank you, Father. I have favor. I walk in favor. And you walk into that room with boldness and confidence because you know who you serve. You know who you have. 